Welcome to the Ether. Today is Monday, October 31st, 2022. Today on the Ether, episode 4 of the Bare Bones of Web 3 show, hosted by B Bands with the Space Skellies. Let's take a listen. The date is October 31st. Welcome to Bare Bones and Web 3, episode 4, with your host, Saberstein, EJ the founder, and B Bands. This is your weekly dose of Web 3 news, opinions, market analysis and updates. The show is sponsored by Space Skellies. Skellies will be minting on Stargaze on November 8th. We're gonna have the link posted above so you can um, get more information. This show is for entertainment and information purposes only. Don't be silly, this is not financial advice. None of the topics discussed should be taken as such. If you are interested in these topics, please do your own research. So today on Bare Bones Newsreel, October 31st, we're going to be talking about some interesting news that have uh, that have happened this week. Um, And my we're going to start with the story um, with Elon now owning Twitter and being Lord Elon of all of Twitter. And I think it was hilarious when he walks in to Twitter HQ holding a sink. And I think that is very, very um, poignant thing that he's trying to to make a statement that he's here to to clean house and but what we should be really worrying about is what he's well i mean he has so much technology behind him i feel that the twitter is going to explode so this is so awesome um where i was talking yesterday with saberstein and she was saying that um elon has said that he's not the ceo but that he is the chief twit and that's what it says on his bio so i found that pretty interesting and uh other news, we have Final Fantasy and Naturo mobile game developer. Uh, the name of the developer is called Gree. Their subsidiary has purchased um, Avalanche, um, shown interest in uh, creating a game on the Avalanche subnet. They're currently running a bunch of nodes on AVAX, and they're the first um, publicly traded company in Japan to hold AVAX. And this is reported in um, Finbolt News. I think that's extremely interesting. Um, I'm pretty excited that uh, that game developer for Final Fantasy for the mobile games is getting involved with AVAX. This is like huge news. Yeah, now, you know, we I'm were... like a pretty big gamer. So like I'm I'm always excited when I hear news that games are being developed because whether it's like on Xbox or PC or within the meta- metaverse, like I'm excited. Yeah, the fact that they're running nodes, they're running like a dozen nodes on the on AVAX. So it's got that's got that's got to say something. Oh, I just invited EJ up. Good morning, EJ. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, you know, running around job site to job site. Apologies for being late, but had to take care of business. So sorry about that. No, 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 no worries. No worries. Um, we just finished our um, 
talking about Final Fantasy and the Turo mobile game developer uh, agree getting some AVAX and running some nodes so they can build their game. So our next story, we're going to be talking about uh, the other day we were, um, this is actually has to do with the spaces. A lot of us hang out in spaces. We were all talking about how Osmosis was coming to BNB, um, the, to the Binance uh, smart chain. And while we were discussing how awesome that would be, at the same time, another article came out that CZ, the founder of uh, Binance, had committed $500 million to purchase to, towards the purchase of Twitter. And he's trying to team up with Elon to bring, um, you know, to bring crypto to the to 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 um, the Twitter space. Now, um, we were all excited because that could mean a lot, especially with a lot of us being in the Cosmos ecosystem, uh, making it easier to bring us to onboard onto the Osmosis chain, which is a, which is a huge major desk um, decks and where a lot of swapping is occurs. So I was pretty excited about that. Go ahead, Mayor. Um, CZ actually did an interview on uh, CNBC. I think it was this morning and they were talking about the um, partnering and um, I can post a link up top of the, the video clip. It's it's only like about a minute. Go for it. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. You just kind of get to hear his take on um, why um, Binance was, I think it was half a billion dollars towards the purchase. And um, I think it's, I mean, I think it's good to see uh, <laughs> the largest crypto um, exchange uh, partnering. I think it's a good deal. Yeah, and I do want to add on that, um, that it's all fun and dandy when they're announcing this stuff, but there's still too many gray areas um, in in the U.S. law. So until all the information is crystal clear, a lot of this will not move forward. Um, it's all hearsay until it's actually going to be written in contracts. Um, but we'll see what happens. There's just there's still too much gray area. And that's going to be the biggest thing is when it's finally, when all of it's finalized, web two is going to hop all over web three, but a lot of them, you know, they have billions of trillions of dollars at risk. So they're not going to implement crypto until they make sure that there's no collateral tied to the business. Um, if something were to go wrong, you know, in a sense of like an LLC type situation. So yeah, I'm excited for it. Uh, but We'll see where it goes. Uh, I, actually, Binance is one of the only platforms I will not use. Um, so it's kind of, I, I enjoy having it and it's definitely a big, big platform. But uh, I don't know. I don't really trust Binance too much. Uh, so we'll see what happens. I, I'm super excited, but there's a lot of hearsay until it's actually written, set in stone is what's going to be the, the final answer to that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I just think it's cool that at least um, Elon did admit that it's he, it's not feasible to try to put Twitter on the blockchain currently. Like it wouldn't it wouldn't be you know worth it. It wouldn't it wouldn't work well. So at least you know there's some sense in that. You know he's realizing that you can't just put even though he was saying put Twitter on blockchain. There's just no way at the moment to do that. Um, in other news, um, Solana was outperforming ETH NFTs, right? And then all of a sudden, Solana was the ETH killer. Everyone was just talking about it being the ETH killer. Then Aptos chain came. And now they're saying that the Solana killer is the Aptos chain. 
um, I was reading into Crypt News that essentially what's happening is the Aptos NFT market has exploded. It's matching Solana's magic Eden volume since la launching last week, and it's doubling daily. So I don't know if this hype train is going to keep going or if it's going to uh, succumb to the bear market blues, but I think it's interesting. Um, I was listening into another space and they were saying that Aptos is a, is a great marketplace. It, you know, it works really well, but it's a flippers market. So, you know, I guess it's a lot of fluff and people are just trying to, you know, flip NFTs quickly. I did, while talking to Saberstein, go to their um, marketplace and I was astounded at how awesome it was. I can see why people want to trade on, uh, and first, why it's a flippers market and why you would want to trade in it. I don't really think that any of the NFTs look amazing or are anything to be, you know, to write home about. But I do find it extremely interesting that all the information that a flipper or any collection would need is aggregated perfectly in here. I hope we get that in the cosmos soon. Yeah, I don't know uh, much about that chain, but I do know Berserker from Rec. Uh, Rec Gang even mentioned that, and that was like last week or a week and a half ago. So that's a super interesting. Is it IBC or what is Aptos? It's not IBC. Um, I think it's its own chain. I don't think it's an Ethereum run. Hold I got you. Well, anyone who claims to be the Ethereum killer is the next dead chain. So don't ever claim to be the Ethereum killer because there's billions of dollars with those maxis. Um, and Solana, I, that's, that was, that was just a time, time was going to be the end of that. The chain's down a third of the time. So, uh, yeah, Aptos, that's interesting. I'm going to have to look into it, especially if the UI, the UI, if it's smooth, people love it. Like, just like Kepler, it's so smooth is why people really enjoy it. If I may on Aptos, uh, it's dead. <laughs> it was really hyped two weeks ago um and now it's dead well it's, oh it's, lord it's, yeah it's that not like trading on it yeah that, that is a big word but a lot of the hype has died down most of the mints aren't doing so well people flipped people took their money people left uh yeah, that's exactly what they were saying. So, gonna happen. yeah, so so they're they're already leaving. So, uh, you know, yeah, I don't know if you if it's worth it for you to check it out. We have a guide, and no. you know, if you want to check it out, but it's it was it was really hot like two weeks ago, and now it's it's definitely cooled down. They do have the big VC money, so they might kind of build back up, but it's not definitely not as hot as it used to be so don't 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 think you're gonna make money uh oh there. no <laughs> i definitely no i i just went to it because i wanted to check it out and see what you know what it looked like because i mean that it's smooth like it had all of this information that you that any you know nft purchaser flipper would want to would want and i'm like oh my goodness i wish we could have that for for the cosmos ecosystem that'd be awesome yeah all the chains have this information except cosmos <laughs> so if you go on any of the evms they have amazing marketplaces and uh the soul salada as well there's a lot of solana community that went there um and even the soul bot modules work so if you wanted to bot the mint you could use your your soul bot um for it so that was developed as well but now it's just kind of it was it was such like a a flipper mentality like you say so 
people minted and, and and took their profits and left and now they're back you know on solana or whatever next hype chain is going to be so be careful out there absolutely it's not financial advice we're just we just like the the whole the dashboard <laughs> yeah that was a good point berserker that you brought it up about two weeks ago and was hot so um i didn't really even hear about it and then vc money if it's VC money when it's tied that is sometimes that can be terrible as well because you know when you run a, a just a simple question up the chain it takes forever to get a response so um yeah that's yeah i'm glad we all stayed away from that but i haven't heard much about it i saw some like birds aptos birds and then you mentioned something and then now it's dead so that was a quick cycle um, but yeah sorry i'll let you move <laughs> forward but no that's awesome it but it's true. Like um, I was asking myself because I wasn't following it so closely. I was asking myself, you know, is it gonna is this, is the hype gonna continue? And there it goes. That it as quickly as it came is as as quickly as it left. Um, I think it's interesting that Interpol has entered the metaverse. Now the Interpol um is they're a police policing agency in charge of 195 countries. So now they have a metaverse where you can go in, interact with the different officers. Um, at Interpol, you can go through a, a comprehensive training program, and I think it's a lot of uh, more and more government and international ag agencies are starting to interact with the metaverse. You know, I'm not sure like what the use cases would be for having um, Interpol in the metaverse besides training, like in the near future. But um, it is interesting to note that Interpol is the one who issues the red notice, so. That could be a very, uh, I wonder if they could start issuing red notices via NFT. That would be terrible. Where did you see that? Is there a link yes, to it I, or on there? Have, is it on Interpol's main Twitter or what? It's on Crypto Globe. Um, I can actually link it to the top. Yeah, I have not heard of that yet. That's interesting, but that is super cool. It might be, <laughs> why not give a shot at it? If they're the ones that can do something with it, I don't know where it would go from there, but that's that's super interesting. It definitely shows people are paying attention more and more to crypto, whether or not what they're doing is going to play out right or not. I think it's a, it's pretty awesome, though. Yeah, that's interesting that they would even want to um, have a presence this this early. So I'm uh, I'm kind of interested to see what they're I'll read up on it, see what they're even planning on doing. But that's. Thanks. Yeah, exactly. Thanks for thanks for posting it up there. Yep, it's right up there. Okay, so um, I I'm just gonna touch on a couple more things, uh, just two more subjects, and then we'll just move on to our market analysis with uh, Saberstein. Real quick note: Mark Zuckerberg is the bad guy in a new um, game that they've created on the blockchain. He's a super villain. Nobody likes him in the game, and he he runs he runs Zuckcorp. So if you want to know a little bit more about that, you can play um, the game My Pet Hooligan and uh, defend the Web3 against Mark Zuckerberg. That's kind of an interesting theme to paint him as the, the bad guy. That, that kind of reality, uh, fantasy mirrors reality, huh? Yeah, he lost like $1.9 right? So his company is down on this whole metaverse play, so... Yeah, everyone's, yeah, everyone's 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 hating on the man that changed the world. 
like he does one <laughs> wrong. I'm like, literally, people use Facebook and Twitter and everything centralized every day, and they're hating on him when he does like one thing wrong. But let's be real, he changed the communications of the world in a heartbeat. So that's that's pretty funny though. It's always it's all fun and games. Yeah, like he mined all of our information and really learned how to target his audience and profit off of our, our free information. Well, our information. But, um, <laughs> la- oh, hey, hooligan. Oh, hey. Do you I, have something to say? I just wanted to say, as a hooligan, I support it. So Mark Zuckerberg is definitely a villain uh, worth chasing around. So uh, it has my full support. I don't even know what the hell it is, but I'm already on board. So that was that was my two cents. Anytime someone's trying to mess up our our party, um, I'm always down to to pay, paint them a villain and, and go after them. That's that's my stance. Uh, all right. And then for our, just a quick note, Binance uh, has launched their Oracle. I'm not 100 percent sure that I would trust the Binance Oracle just because we already have Chainlink and they're the industry leaders. But Crypto, uh, Crypto Potato was reporting that they are, they're launching their own Oracle. And I guess they're just trying to expand their reach, trying to do a little bit of everything, but maybe focusing on what they're good at is, you know, my opinion and my thoughts on, on them launching an Oracle. But um, how do you guys, what do you guys think about that? And um, do you guys know what an Oracle is? Yeah, it gets the data feeds, the off-chain uh, information for the smart contracts. And um, I mean, Chain, Chainlink is the big player. I think they're just, they don't want to use, have to be relying on Chainlink's tech for the, you know, the next 15 years. So it is kind of like they're, they want to do a little bit of everything. And I mean, I don't blame them, you know, I mean, that's what they're positioning themselves for, but it's, it's interesting. All right. So on that note, oh. Yes, EJ? No, I was just going to say, yeah, same thing. Chainlink's a big player, so uh, yeah, we'll see what happens there. Just a lot of, uh, yeah, Chainlink's been the only one that I've ever paid attention to. Uh, but yeah, if you guys don't know what oracles are, basically just a huge amount of data, so you need to look into them, and then they're just good to know if you're in Web3. So check out that, and especially if they're, you said it was Binance, is that who it was? Yeah, so Binance Oracle, they land, they launched their whole Oracle or whatever. Yeah, and Binance um, making moves. It sounds like yeah, <laughs> but a lot. their um, Chainlink is already like poking holes. Their devs are poking holes in in their, I guess, their contractor. What they're doing, so yeah, and I, and if, and Chainlink has like that VRM or whatever you implement into your smart contract, which is like it's a randomizer. I think it's called VRM. Uh, when we were building our smart contract, we actually learned a lot about it. And they would give you a grant. Chainlink would give you a grant if you use their, uh, like I said, I think it's called a VRM. Um, but yeah, Chainlink definitely has amazing devs that can pick apart. So all that will do will make Binance better. Uh, I'm sure Binance will do what they can and, and keep building. Awesome. And on that note, we're going to move on to our uh, market analysis. Uh, Saberstein has posted her chart, her Ethereum daily chart, and uh, I'm passing on the mic. Thank you, B-Bands. Uh, that was an awesome um, new segment. I always love listening to it. Um, so happy Halloween. I hope everyone had a great week. Uh, the markets were finally moving last week. 
And to be honest, at this point, I would have taken up or down just to see some movement. Uh, sideways can get really boring. Uh, so Bitcoin did break up past 20,400 and past the low volume area to a high of 21,100. And it was up just over 9% this past week. Uh, this gave some of the stronger altcoins some room to move up as well, with Ethereum actually increasing by just over 25% this past week. Um, so I posted both a Bitcoin daily chart and an Ethereum daily chart um, because Ethereum actually held the breakout from its previous accumulation area when it came back down to find support in that 1,250 range. Um, what is interesting about the Ethereum chart is we can clearly see accumulation in both excuse me, the highlighted green boxes, which is just identified by the sideways action that breaks to the upside, suggesting we could see further upside on Ethereum if it comes back down and can hold. Um, that the high of that accumulation area from which is about 1,415 as support. And as a TA technical analysis kind of nerd, I really love being able to see those patterns really easily. Um, so Bitcoin is not showing the same clear patterns uh, on the daily chart as Ethereum, but we can see a potential double top, which could confirm if it breaks below 20,000. Um, I actually write my market analysis the evening before. Um, just because with my time zone, we start at 8 a.m. Um, so it has uh, made more moves to the downside overnight. Um, the double top is more clearly seen on the 12-hour chart, along with uh, a bearish divergence on the RSI. So if the double top does confirm, we could go back down to look for more liquidity and support, likely in that 19,000 area, maybe like the 19,005 or three. Um, but we always wait for confirmation first because it could find support around that 20,000 area and move up. Um, on Wednesday, the day before Elon officially bought Twitter, we saw liquidity come into Doge to push it from $0.06 cents to $0.15. Cents. On Saturday, an impressive run of 155%. Uh, traders, of course, having a lot of fun with the meme coin over the weekend as it had a lot of volume and momentum. Um, what's interesting from a technical analysis view is that Doge actually spent 167 days within a weekly demand zone um, that I drew out quite some time ago, um, trading sideways before the news of Elon buying Twitter sent it upwards out of this big demand accumulation area. Uh, coincidence? Who knows? But Elon tweets regarding Doge usually have confluence with patterns seen on the chart. So, you know, if it's already in a bearish pattern, we usually see it break to the, sorry, break to the downside. And if it's in a bullish pattern, we usually do see it break to the upside. Um, so Shiba Inu ran with Doge as well, which can be considered a signal that we are either at the top or getting close to a top in the market. Um, meme coins running generally does signal that we're going to be making a uh, move down. Uh, just to mention in traditional markets this morning, I see that GME gapped up from Friday and increased nearly 25% already this morning, um, but that got sold into very quickly. Um, this just gives more confluence to the idea that maybe the markets might be close to a top with mean coins uh, in both crypto and traditional markets running. And of course, we cannot do a market update without mentioning that Binance listed Osmo Spot on Friday, October the 28th. Uh, within a half an hour of the news, um, the evening before, the Osmo price soared to I see it got to $2.90 on BitGet, $2.63 on Coinex, and uh, on Binance, it got to $1.79. 
So it's currently trading in the $1.53 area and has been holding that $1.50 as support. The Osmo listing also caused most other Cosmos tokens, such as Atom, Stars, Edmos, and Juno, to name a few, to increase as well. Um, so with um, FOMC, sorry, with FOMC meetings this week in traditional markets and another potential rate hike in the U.S., it will be interesting to see if crypto reacts to the news and follows traditional markets. Bitcoin has previously been volatile on these days. These meetings are occurring, so be prepared for those very volatile price swings as the markets react to any news. And with that, I will hand over the mic to EJ with our uh, traditional market analysis. Hey, thank you for that. That's always great to hear all the updates and information. Um, crypto is definitely moving. And yeah, it's a very good time to take profits, maybe take your initial investments. If you invested 200, take your investment of 200 out and let the rest run. Um, and then if it were to go to zero, you actually lost no money. Um, so definitely take some profits. Don't be a bag holder and then cry when the market dumps. Okay, so that's that moving into last week was absolutely amazing. The market pumped like crazy. If you were an options trader and you longed any positions, you were in for a great, amazing return of investments. Um, so on Friday, uh, Elon Musk completed his acquisition of Twitter of $44 billion and they actually suspended trading on Friday. And I do not know if they'll suspend trading today. I haven't looked, but they suspended trading because Elon went in and literally just fired a bunch of top executives. Um, so with in respect, uh, it shows you how centralized the stock market is. They suspended trading to protect investors, which I think was actually a great decision on their end. Um, the actual, the personal consumption is up. The price index is up a 0.5%, uh, meaning now people are starting to spend more money as opposed to what we thought they were going to be spending. That let that fed into the run-up on Friday, uh, Thursday, Friday, throughout the week. Um, and then compensation costs increased. So if you are an employee, you are, if you haven't asked for a raise, you should have by now because the compensation across the United States has went up, which has allowed people to continue to spend money. Uh, so it means that employers have been given out bonuses and raises as needed. Um, the GDP, which is a sum of all goods and services produced from July through September, has increased as well to 2.6%, meaning we're getting into the holidays. That's a good indication that the, the demand is there for what is being, uh, what is being produced. Um, and then also the consumer spending has decelerated for houses. Um, so in the housing market, it has it has dropped at what do, what do I put down here, uh, 1.4%. So it is down 1.4% from quarter two. Uh, so that means people have really stepped back, which that is due to inflation or sorry, uh, due to uh, interest rates soaring because now the everyday buyer can't afford a home. A home that was 200K on a mortgage at 3% is now, you know, that that cost is significantly cheaper. Someone buying a $200,000 house now with a 7% to 10% interest is paying uh, two to four times the amount uh, on just your monthly payment for your home. Um, so moving forward, the S&P last week closed at 3.9% up. Uh, NASDAQ uh, was up 2.2. Uh, Dow Jones was up 5.7. They had a great reading. Dow Jones had an incredible reading on the market. And then to finish it off, the Russell 2000 was up over 6% last week. 
Um, expected earnings this week will be Microsoft. These are absolutely huge earnings to pay attention to this week. This is the tech week. We have Microsoft, Google, Meta, which is Facebook, Apple, and Amazon. They are this week. You need to pay attention to these if you're in the market. The market will 100% get volatile this week because we also have very big day on Wednesday. Um, so moving forward on Monday, not much going on. We have CRTO will hold its uh, investor day, which is actually uh, just got update. Said they rescheduled their investor day. Uh, the company will provide an update on the financial outlook. So Monday, actually, there's nothing I wrote down because that just got rescheduled. Um, Tuesday, uh, to watch the Chinese automakers, which is Neo, uh, Li Auto, and then Xpeng, which is Neo was a huge product uh, company to pay attention to. They were into all the energy and EV vehicles, um, and now since the since COVID, they have definitely slowed pace. These are very important companies to watch because, as we all know, a lot of computer chips and everything come from overseas. Uh, so this will be a good indicator of what is actually being able to be produced and put into vehicles because they were selling vehicles without these computer chips installed and literally consumers were still paying ticket price and they couldn't use their GPS. They couldn't use almost anything in their, in their cars. Um, so this is something to really pay attention to. Moving into Wednesday, we have Boeing at 1030 in the morning. morning. They'll hold their key investor conference. Um, it'll be actually online if you guys want to uh, check it out. But that was Boeing at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, and then the FOMC will release. This is where you need to start paying attention. Wednesday in the afternoon, the FOMC will release its statement on interest rate and monetary policy. Uh, the, Fed's, the Fed's policymaking committee is anticipated to raise rates by about 75 more points. Again, if they keep raising interest rates, they will put our, mark, our economy into a recession. There is a point in time where you cannot continue to raise interest rates. Running a business in the Midwest, I see this, and we are at a good tipping point right where we're at. We, I don't think we need another interest rate hike, but they think we do. Um, and then at 2.30, half an hour later, this is a very anticipated conference with uh, Jerome pa with Powell. We all know Powell. If sometimes he should just not talk. Um, but he is going to release a lot of information on the reserves, uh, the Federal Reserve. So pay attention from 2 to 2.30, 2 to 3 um, Eastern Standard Time. The markets might get a little wild on top of earning reports from very large tech companies. Uh, moving into Thursday, 10 a.m., the National Retail Federation will hold a media call. Um, and then I have AMD at 4 o'clock as well. They have a live stream event and it's called Together We Advance Gaming. AMD is the same thing. They produce chips for gaming, uh, such as PCs, uh, uh, Xboxes, PlayStations, video, uh, cars, everything. AMD produces computer chips uh, to keep it simple. And this is a great way to look at what they're producing, graphics cards and, and, and everything along those lines. So 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, this as well is live stream online you can access it from your computer uh last to close the week most important is this is going to be the rocker of the week friday the jobs report for october will be released this is going to rock the economy if it is off the numbers so as long as we stay in within 0.3 0.2 
uh, positive or negative. We shouldn't see too much movement. Um, but this will be one of the last major economic reports before the U.S. midterm election. So this is a this this is more important than any any other jobs report because it is one of the last ones before midterm. So pay attention. We got Wednesday. We got Friday are big days to pay attention to. And with that, that is all I got for the market analysis. Uh, big week ahead of us. Don't get scared. Take your profits now, guys. Be ready to invest on some dips. Um, and like uh, Saberstein said, let it find its support levels and then maybe put in a little bit of allocated percentage, you know, percent, and then go from there. But you guys have a great week. Great Halloween. Enjoy the time with your family, kids, whoever you got. Love them, hug them, and stay safe. B-Bands, I will pass it back to you. Awesome. Thank you for that market update, guys. That was extremely informative. I'm so glad that you um, gave that information um, about Jerome Powell. I wasn't paying attention. I didn't know that that was happening. Um, but I do know that we are we do have some things going on with uh, Space Skellies. We will be um, on Wednesday. We're going to be on the Cosmos Spaces, hanging out with Lil Gaines at 8 a.m. So you're more than welcome to come and join us with there. We also have a um, Scrib game. It's called Scrib Game with the Founders. So um, Bonzi from uh, Sunny, Sunnyside Reapers, uh, CC from Flight Force 4, Tank from the IBC gang, and um, EJ from Space Skellies. And if anybody else would like to join us, we're going to be playing Scrib. So what's going to happen is we'll be on Twitter. Um, we'll have the spaces open. Uh, you'll have to go into the Discord to get the link to, so you can play Scrib with us. And we'll just be drawing and trying to figure out, you know, what we're, you know, what we're doing and just kind of have like a little quick game night. Um, and we'll have some giveaways going on as well. And then on Friday, we do have a 6 p.m. show with Cosmos Joe, the NFT happy hour, um, if you would like to join us uh, there as well. So I just wanted to give you some uh, those quick updates about what's going on. And I also wanted to leave uh, it open for any questions because I know we have the mayor here and we have a few other people that had a couple of questions about what is going on and what are the updates with Space Skellies. Well, hey, I, I was uh, I got in the discord and I was looking at some of the some of the information there. It's, it's I, I really uh, appreciate it. It's very organized. And um, yeah, I, I think uh, November 8th is uh, looking forward to it. So um, and, and I, um, I I like the idea of I, it seemed to me as I was reading through it, like there's incentives to hold the NFT and then there's going to be, um, you know, ways you can. Um, trade up or um like i think the, the longer you hold it there can be a uh, some different 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 routes you can go and that's what i was just kind of curious about i didn't i didn't get all the way through the information um so yeah, we have absolutely. ej here I'll, oh go ahead i'll answer it for you yeah so great um first off thank you for joining the discord i think i saw you in there got you hooked up how does how is the space shop pretty good for you pretty smooth yeah yeah i, I liked it yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool. So, um, yeah. So as far as like holding the NFTs, yeah, you're correct. So as a initial investor, we were on Polygon with a conditional process. And um, because of the limited permission contracts on Stargaze, we're going to do where every 30 consecutive days that you hold um, two space skellies on Stargaze, you are airdropped an elixir. So every 30 days for every two skellies you hold um, consecutive 30 days, 
you are given an elixir. Once we have achieved 60 days, and once we've been live for 60 days, we have our um, dev who is assisting with building everything. Uh, you'll be able to consume these elixirs, and you have to have four of them. So once you have four elixirs, and we have, we're over 60 days, so maybe you don't consume them until 100 days. That's fine. Uh, but at 60 days, we are live on our next contract. You consume four elixirs. For every four elixirs you consume, you are airdropped a spaceship. And this spaceship can be burned or it can be traded on secondary. Imagine it like an unopened pack of uh, cards, similar to what Rec Gang did for their project as well. This spaceship, if you burn it, you will then be airdropped a mutated evil Skelly. This Skelly um, is 100%, well, it's going to be random as of now. I don't know if Deployden can make a way to have it trait based. That would be that'd be amazing if he could. Um, but this collection as well will be slightly smaller. So we will only have we haven't finalized the amount, but two thousand to twenty five hundred on the second collection. So once that many have been burned from the contract, um, or I guess pulled from the contract, then that collection is closed. So you want to get your elixirs and you want to burn them. You don't have to, um, but this is ways that investors, as we say, that you guys are investing your time and money. You are rewarded for time and then you are rewarded in compensation because you can choose to sell the elixirs. You can choose to sell the spaceship or you can choose to burn it and then sell your secondary uh, mutated skelly without having to mint any other collections. So this is all from the OG mint. Um, and hopefully that makes sense. And that's kind of the route we have to go because of permission contracts. Yeah. And so just the one question about this, this you could hold the spaceship also and just see if, if the value, it would be in just a, an NFT on stars. And there would be, I mean, I people could be interested in trading the spaceships if you just hold them, right? Yeah. That, okay. Yeah. So like, that's what we did with Ret Gang. Like our treasury, mm -hmm. we don't, a lot of them, we haven't opened the barns, which the barn is like an unopened pack of cards. Yeah, We just didn't, oh, we were good enough not to open and disciplined enough not to open any of them. So a lot of people will not open the spaceships or burn them mm -hmm. because like you said, they become high demand after a while. Um, so something, just something to have a little fun with. And then, uh, like you said, it's your choice. You do what you want with it. Very cool. Very cool. It seems like a really um, interesting, exciting project. And um, yeah, I, I think it's, there's, there's some good aspects of it. Is there, is there any other, anything else that I, that I missed? I didn't get all the way through um, the discord and stuff. Um, EJ. Any, oh, sorry. Yes. Sorry. If you, if you could share about the board and the, and the mid yep, price and the discount. Okay. Okay, so I don't want to overwhelm anyone with all the information. Uh, the second thing is, is like just about the project. We're not talking about Mint yet. Um, so we do have a game being designed by Dreaming Studios for a play to earn. Um, that will be mobile-based play to earn. It's already in the works. Um, so that is something that as, as well. Sorry, someone just texted me. Um, so that is something as well that you get to look forward to as a holder. Um, we do have a Christmas um, cool surprise. Uh, that's really nothing to crazy but it's going to be really really fun we're just going to randomly drop it not telling you when but we will uh to all holders you don't have to admit nothing um and then we're going to implement uh a few i don't want to say anything 
too crazy because of contract limitations at the moment. But Berserker from Rec Gang did say like you can Juno does have a lot more um, access for like permissionless. So we do have routes and alternatives, uh, but that does lead us into mint date, which is the most important as of now. Um, so on mint day, we do have to have a rebate buyback. So if you're on here and you're question wondering how much is mint, mint for OG holders is $30, but unfortunately, Stargaze doesn't have tiered whitelisting. So we are going to make everyone mint at the second tier, which is called Ex Space Explorer, and that is $40. For the OGs, when you mint, for the first five NFTs you mint, you are given $10 back of stars. So you can mint up to 10. So if I'm an OG holder, I have to have enough to mint 10 NFTs at a $40 price. Uh, we'll convert that to stars a few days out. Um, and then you will be sent back $50 equivalent of stars through the rebate program. Um, they do have tiered whitelisting being built, but it will not be built in time. Um, so that is one side to look at. Then we do have a, uh, what we call the space board. Is imagine a massive bingo board. It's a 10 by 10 board with numbers spread all across it. We hosted a spaces one night and had people just give us random numbers and we put them all over the board. Um, if you mint this ID, so let's say it's number 1000, just to keep it simple, you mint ID number 1000 and you go to the board and ID number 1000 is on that board, you get the according prize. So we're going to put uh, some TSAS apes on there. Maybe we'll throw in a, a rec. Uh, barn one of ours from the treasury throwing some whitelist throwing some stars it's just going to be a board packed with incentives to make it fun if you somehow mint three in a row uh, up down diagonal you will get another 200 dollars of stars sent directly to you um, so this is just to kind of make it gamified have a little fun and then on top of that if you mint a pfp of one of our core team members that is 50 dollars of stars as well if you mint a one of one, that is $100 of stars. And we did just up that to uh, 13 one of ones in our collection now. So we have $1,300 of one of ones that we are going to be just kicking some funds back to. Uh, we have 10 PFPs, so that is $500. And then the prize pool for the space board is $3,000. So we're looking around 4,500 or more going back to the community uh, just to make it a little more enjoyable. Uh, but that's that's to catch you up on that and uh, hopefully that like i said hopefully that's not too much information but that's how it's all going to go all right well um it looks like we're getting close towards the end um i did want to invite the knots to come up uh and to say uh hello and uh just kind of talk real quick about what's going on with tpk and um did i hear something about a giveaway or maybe i was imagining things hi jerry He's gone. Jerry, oh, can you I hear don't... us? <laughs> um, before we hop off, and we'll let Jerry get up here, hopefully. Maybe he's walking over to his phone. Anyone in here that does not have a whitelist, a Space Explorer whitelist, just come into screenshot this right here. Come into Space Skelly's Discord, and we'll get you hooked up. I know a lot of you in here do have whitelists. Um, if you do not, that's fine. Just screenshot it, open up a support ticket, and then we will take care of you. But Jerry, are you back at the mic? There he is. Jerry, you at the mic? Yeah. Hey, guys. Yeah, Sorry. Okay, I was uh, trying. Uh, the last couple of Twitter spaces, it's, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with my phone, but uh, it, it does it does little funky things on me. So, yeah, I'm glad it's working now. And uh, EJ, I love 
I love the project you guys are working on. And um, yeah, you're you're going to be minting here um, coming up real soon. So it's uh, it'll be exciting to to see your space come out, and I'm sure you'll get a, a full 100% mint out. And yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, we hope we hope for the best, and uh, we hope we've provided the community with enough value and and continue to build for them. So that's all that matters. Just build for the community. The rest takes care of itself. But yeah, you want to share some? I think B bands. You're saying he wants to share something about uh, the TPK coming out. Is that correct? Um. Yeah. I, I I can talk about it for a second. Yeah. The TPKs Trailer Park Kids. It's kind of like uh, Garbage Pail Kids from the '80s, but turned into NFTs. Uh, and yeah, it's uh, it's been an evolution of an idea. Started with us just celebrating the, um, you know, the downtime, kind of like Rec Bulls, the Rec Gang, what they were doing. Um, you know, celebrating those who are surviving and uh, even thriving some, you know, in this in this hard time. But uh, then I thought about it and I was like, you know, we can really have some fun with this and really build out these kids and these characters. And um, so we, we turned it into, um, yeah, a collection of kids. We're going to have 28 different kids in our Series 1. Each kid is only going to have 81 NFTs. Uh, every kid will be different, so they're going to have their own traits and accessories. Um, but as far as each kid goes, there's only 81 of each kids. It's a deflationary system, so um, as you decide to turn in, like suppose you get like three of Pyro uh, Pedro, you would turn in three of his cards, and then uh, you would go up in a rarity rank, um, and then you get a new card issued to you. Uh, it would be a um, the, the same kid, it would have a new frame around it and a, a new logo. So you would be able to show off the uh, the look of the card. Everybody would know the, the rarity of the card. Um, and then the the number of cards left for that kid has gone down. So the overall goal is for each kid to ha- be deflationary. You have less and less of those cards. They have more value to them. Uh, I was talking with... Uh, um, uh, the team last night and we're going over uh you know rewards that we can do for people uh, for holding it and uh, rusty's looking into creating a dow for the uh so the top rank in tpk's og the og card is the very last one of the card you start with 81 and you divide it by three you keep doing that and uh like four four ranks up you get to the og level that's the last card level uh last card left uh, when you get to the OG, you become a royalty uh, participant. Um, so only the old OG owners of the TPK will get the royalties um, because we're talking about how if you include too many people in the royalties, it gets so diluted that it's basically you're getting like a few cents a month, right? So we really want to make it so uh, the people who invest and hold these cards and really wait out and try to build up to the OG level become something special so we're gonna create like a, a DAO where the og holders of the kids plus the mega not holders from the previous series who had who had bought and held you know uh, uh several different types of knots if you earn your mega knot you get into that DAO too so you'll be earning royalties so um we're we're trying to get back we've always been like uh you know a team that loves Cosmos. We want to grow Cosmos. We're definitely not done with the knots either. Uh, we've just had to take a break because 
uh, we were finding that uh, kind of love and fanfare of like, you know, specialized token level um, or token specialized NFTs just weren't doing well in a bear market. And that's okay. I mean, that that's just how things go sometimes. So we're going to be building, I've already made a, uh, the third evolution of, or third generation of the Evnot. And we'll be coming out with that, you know, probably in 2023, maybe the quarter one or something. Um, but yeah, in the near term, we're, we've started TPK and this is going to be a running series. So we got our first pack of kids. It's 28 kids. And then we have 20, I think 22 or 23 squatters. Squatters are, are one of ones. Uh, they're specialized one of one cards that go out to like our supporters or, um, you know, people who have been supporting us for a long time. And uh, we also sneak some of those into the collection, too. So if you get a squatter card, that's there, there's only one of those. Now, you don't collect royalties on the squatter card, but they're rare in that there's only one of itself. So they're kind of cool in that regard. Um, but as far as timeline goes, so I've been very picky on the collection and I've been tweaking it. Uh, and it's been an evolution in itself even before we get out the door. But I'm hoping to finish up within about three weeks. We should be launching. So uh, that that's my goal right now. We're trying to stay on that timeline. But as you know, uh, things always come up. But um, we're we're trying to stick to three weeks and get our our first 28 kids out the door and get them into the Stargaze market. Awesome! How exciting! I'm excited too because I, of course, love the knots, and um, I'm part of the team knots too. So um, go team, go! But um. I think that um, wraps up our show. If anybody has any questions uh, before we close out, please feel free to raise your hand. Um, if not, I just want to give, get it, if not, um, I just want to give a quick little reminder. We are having that game night at on Thursday, November 3rd, this Thursday at 8.30 Eastern. We're going to be with Tank Bonzi, 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 Bonzi from Sunnyside. Flight Force 4, and, uh, and that's CC. And if anybody else would like to join us, all you have to do is just um, uh, send, send me a message. And basically, we're just going to be playing Scrib. We'll have a little link, and we're just going to be drawing and hanging out. All right, you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. And EJ, Saberstein, Hooligan, Mayor, everyone who spoke, may your day be blessed. And those who didn't, too. Bye. Yes, thank you, everyone. It's so nice to see everybody in the audience and coming up to speak. And happy Halloween. Oh, yeah. Happy Halloween. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was episode four of the Bare Bones of Web 3 show, hosted by B-Bands with the Space Skellies, recorded on Monday, October 31st, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate. And show some support there. Mutation. It is the key to our evolution. It has enabled us to evolve from a single-celled organism into the dominant species on the planet. This process is slow, normally taking thousands and thousands of years. But every few hundred millennia, evolution leaps forward. Diving through the forest, looking for the door to the portal. Said it'll take me down a corridor. I'm ignoring the warning, storing importance. The cord looks sourced from ancient coordinates. Smells like... Like musty mutants
trust me I've been hunting bugs since the leaves started rustling I must be getting close, yo, the scene is disgusting Parasitic mutation, bleaching off the country Grab a couple samples and defy their custody Feeding gamma rays to the beast and peak velocity Mutating awesomely, pre-say don't wanna me Taking all the scraps and feed them to the lottery Always evolving to defy the possibly These are the things that will scream irresponsibly Feeling uneasy, these genes get them off of me I don't mean to trip it, am I mutating properly? We are the mutants We are the mutants We are the mutants We are the mutants Unlock the lab, it's time to do this Breathing getting heavy, I can feel it in my arms, but I can't stop now. Mutation. It's an art form, don't be alarmed. If you see me looking odd when I'm out on the farm, spinning crop circles in your yard, reaching the stars, need a way to get across. Got this little mutation, lets me hack key cards. Seen looking like it came out the first three saws, flexing like Rex when I mutate the precop. Leaders trying to research this genetic seesaw. Give me all the science and we'll leave you with the pre-slaw. Riders believe they bleed these endorsements, turning scientists into terrorist supporters. Gotta seize the spoils and release the spores. It's time to forage through DNA lore. So sink it a swim, silly Alice, take the pill and see. We're all mad here, taking over your facility. We are the mutants. We are the mutants. We are the mutants. We are the mutants. Unlock the lab, it's time to do this. We are the mutants. We are the mutants. We are the mutants. Unlock the lab, it's time to do this. Terrorist spaces. <laughs>